Hey, grown-ups! If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met, and as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream, and in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grown-ups and probably older kids. Grown-ups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Megan? <laughs> Megan, what are you doing? Oh, uh, huh? What? Nope, nothing to see here. Seems like there is something. No, there's not. What? Yes, there is. You're hiding something. Am not. R2! Okay, I'm not hiding a pogo stick behind my back, and I wasn't jumping on a pogo stick, and I wasn't having the best time of my life. Okay. I wasn't jumping with an unbridled joy I haven't felt since my youth. Fine. And I wasn't gleefully going, wee and woo! <laughs> I wasn't doing any of those things because I am a serious practitioner of the dramatic arts, and I would never stoop so low as to pogo on the deck of a ship in the sky, okay? Actually, in fact, you know what I was actually doing? I was out here practicing my vowels. Mm-hmm. E, O, I, E. Hmm, yeah, still perfect. Megan, I'm really starting to suspect that you were doing all those things. Fine, if you must know. I was hopping around on a pogo stick. It was pretty obvious. Why were you hiding it from me? Because I love to pogo stick. Clearly. But it's my deepest, darkest secret. Why? It just is, okay? When people look at me, they think Meryl Streep, but trying harder, okay? And I don't want my love of pogoing to change that. You know, Megan, it's actually really cool to know that you love pogo sticking. I feel like I learned a cool new thing about you that I never knew. Do you want to tell me a secret now? Uh, Look, it's only fair. Yes, I do. Wait, no, no, no. I want everyone to tell a secret. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Pogo party! party. Did you say pogo party? In the name of being honest? No, I did not. Today, you'll be eating some extremely fancy food. Just think of the most weird things that you can never think of. I put some jokes in there. I hope you like it. The Story Pirates. Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast, everyone. Where we take stories written by kids. And turn them into sketch comedy. And song. Today's also a very special day because we're going to tell each other our deepest, darkest secrets. Sorry, what was that? But first, a story. Listeners, have you ever looked into a really cool fish tank and thought, look at that stuff, isn't it neat? 
Well, the fish in the tank is probably looking back at you and wishing they were part of your world. Here's our next author to tell you more. Hi, my name is Rowan. I'm nine years old and I live in England. This is my story, Jeff the Goldfish. Jeff Goldfish, rise and shine. Time to stop sleeping with the fishes and start greeting them. Morning, Russ. Morning, Jeff. Morning, Elijah. Morning. Morning, Mary. I'm Louise. Oh, sorry. Ah, it takes forever to say hello to all my 113 fish cousins that live in the tank with me. Ah. Morning, Morning, Jeff. Morning, Mom and Dad. Okay, now that we're all here, let's start with morning gratitudes where we say one thing we like about the tank. Yeah! I'll start. I like the water. Pebbles! The haunted hermit crab shell. I'll go. I like the way the sunlight plays against the droplets on the glass, casting rainbows to bring vibrant color to our world. Uh, thanks for that, Tristan. Jeff, your turn. (sighs) Come on, honey. We were working on you being more tankful. Honestly? I'm tired of these glass walls. Walls you can see through but never touch beyond. Making its boundaries even more existentially painful. Do you ever feel like you can't fully appreciate where you are until you get where you're going? Until you take a dream you've set aside for the future and decided that the future is now? You know what I mean? (coughs) Honey, just say what you like about the tank. Fine. I like our fish car, the Scoobaroo Troutback. Cause one day maybe it'll take me where I've always wanted to go, outside. Sounds like foreshadowing. Hold up everyone, look! It's the kid and his mom! Hey! Come on, honey, let's go! Okay, just gotta feed the fish. And he's picking up the shaker. You know what that means. Breakfast! Now is the time. While they're all distracted, I'm going to use the fish car to get out of this tank. Bye, Hey, hon, where's Jeff? Uh, there he is in the Scoobaroo trout back. Hey, Jeff, you'll miss breakfast. I'm going to take the fish car to the outside world. Don't try and stop me. Ooh. He hit the side of the tank. Embarrassing. Whoa, everyone, look. Jeff's using the car to drive up the side of the tank and go outside. Goodbye, everybody. Jeff, I don't know if this is a good idea. Didn't you hear him before? It's his dream. Come on, everybody. Let's cheer him on. Jeff, 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 I'm outside! This is so amazing and new, it's even better than I could imagine! All of these things here on the floor, they are now close up, they weren't before. Seeing them now, I'm like, hey, what are these? (laughs) Whoa, are those socks? Boy, do they smell. Inside the tank, you never could tell. What is the brand of the socks? Wait, (laughs) I can't read. But now I'm here, out of the wet Living my life like no other pet Who thought a fish could get his wish And go outside Let's motor on! 
there's so much more to this world than socks. Like a bed. It looks so soft. Wow, a lamp with a pattern shade that matches the pattern of the bedspread and the rug? <laughs> now I've seen everything. A framed picture of an eagle, bunch of crystals, some twine. What's this? Ah! It's a huge dinosaur. Don't hurt me, I'm just a fish. He's standing perfectly still. Is it daring me to some kind of game of chicken? A fish and a dinosaur playing chicken, what a world. All right, Dino, on the count of three, one, two, three, have at you! Yeah! Ah, I toppled it. This has been an amazing adventure and it's just the beginning. That is a baseball, there is a bat. What is the logo that's sewn on that hat? I think it says something about cheese. Ah, I still can't read. Away from my mom, away from my dad. Oh, being free from the tank makes me glad. Who thought a fish could get his wish and go out? Ah! How did this toy car get out of the tank? Oh no, the mom is here. Better stay perfectly still so she doesn't see me. She's nearly caught me. Oh no, I'm being lifted into the air. I should throw this toy away to teach my son a lesson. That doesn't sound good. Oh, but he's really put a lot of time and allowance money into that tank. Seems more promising. But how else will he learn to be responsible? Moving in the wrong direction, ma'am. Ah, oh, what am I gonna do? Throw everything on his floor away? <sighs> no, I'll just put this back in the tank. You know, Whoa! I have a doctorate in anthropology from NASA. Ah, back in the tank, safe and sound by the skin of my scales. Hey, everybody, I'm back. Oh, good to have you back, Jeff. You gave us a fright. What if the kid's mom would have caught you? It could have been bad. Mom, Dad, and all 113 of you, I'm fine. I'm better than fine. I now appreciate the tank because I realized it wasn't the four glass walls that were holding me back. It was myself and maybe a little bit of those four glass walls as well. But with your help, I went beyond. I made my future the now and in doing that, I lived my dreams. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, Jeff. Who knew a fish could get his wish and go outside? Finn! That means the end! And now, Lee speaks with the author. Hi, Rowan. It's Lee from Story Pirates. Hi. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Rowan, where do you live? Uh, I live in England. Rowan, your story is about someone who leaves home and goes to the outside world for the first time. Mm-hmm. Have you ever left home? Yeah, I've moved from England to Australia. Whoa. And then Australia to America. Whoa. And then America back to England. Wow. What was that like? Um, It was kind of scary because... I had to leave my friends quite a lot. Yeah. So I had to go to a lot of different schools. So how many different schools do you think you've been to? Five, maybe. Wow. 
you must get good at meeting new people. Yeah. So when you're a fish out of water at a new school, what are your strategies for making it home? I find someone who looks like they have loads of friends and they're like a nice person and then I just follow them around until they until they become my friend. <laughs> That's amazing. Do you say anything or do you just sort of like hang around and like wait for them to notice you? Yeah, I just walk around them. <laughs> do you know a lot of times when I'm working on stories with kids, we talk about a concept called fish out of water, which is a way to bring comedy into your story is to literally take someone, put them somewhere where they're not at home or comfortable. And your story literally does that. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had a moment like that? A fish out of water moment? Uh, yeah. Um, because I was supposed to be going out for a meal with my parents at this Turkish restaurant. And we went into the restaurant and it was just this hotel lobby and it was really weird. And what did the lobby look like? It was really big. It was completely white. And were there places to sit and eat? Uh, not really. It was kind of creepy because I was like, is this the restaurant? Because if it is, I'm not sure I want to eat here because there are no chairs. <laughs> If you were running that restaurant and you were like a super fancy guy running that weird restaurant, what would you say to people who walked in? Um, I'd say, hi, welcome to my restaurant. Today you'll be eating some extremely tiny portions of extremely fancy food and looking at a wall. <laughs> Sounds like my kind of place. So in your story, Jeff has a huge family. 95 uncles and aunts, and 113 cousins. Do you have a big family like that? Uh, yeah. I think you have, like, 72 cousins. No, really? Name them. Um, well, I have a cousin called <laughs> Amelia. That's and one. And a cousin called Bertie. Okay, that's two. And a cousin called Lily. Three. And a cousin called... Matilda. Four. And a cousin called Lucas. Five. And a cousin called Rachel. Six. And a cousin called Sasha. Seven. And a cousin called... I can't remember that was her name. <laughs> That's a lot. You named enough that I believe you completely. Rowan, thank you so much for letting us perform your story. Bye. Bye. I love that one. Oh, oh, that was, so that was cool. a perfect cool. story. Oh, so perfect yeah. story. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, look. How those birds are flying south in the winter. Right? Is that south? Is it winter? Uh, we're lost. I thought that yeah. was sure. Oh, well, it's time for our secret party. What? what? I said it's time for a secret party. Oh, Scott, sorry. Now I'm screaming. Wow, those birds sound Really loud from up here, huh? Oh well, time for me to leave and go to bed and not be here. Whoa, 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 Rachel, you don't want to miss the secret party, do you? Ugh, I wish I could go to the secret party, but it's just so late. Bedtime, good night. But it's 3 p.m. Oh yeah, I sleep in the afternoon now and the nighttime and um also most mornings. I feel like you're trying to get out of the secret party. What? No, I'm not. 
love secrets. But, you know, not today or ever. Okay, bye. Wait, wait, don't go. Rachel, I insist that you stay and bond with us. Ugh, okay. Yay! Okay, I'll go first. My secret is that I love to pogo stick. Whoa! Yeah, whoa, Megan, that's actually really surprising. I always think of you as being so focused on your acting career that you don't have time for, you know, fun stuff. Well, when you love your work, it doesn't feel like work. Exactly. That's why I spent so many years eating snacks for money. No, Peter, that's not... Huh? Never mind. Okay, my turn. This is so exciting! My biggest, deepest, darkest secret is that... And that's why I love Kiefer so much! Uh, uh, wait, wait, what did you say? I, I only heard the last part. Yeah, me too. Me three. Okay, I'll try again. My secret that I've never told a single soul is that sometimes... And they told me that my blood was magic, and that's why I love Kiefer so much. Okay, well, thanks to those birds, that was worse. Let's just move on to someone else. Wait, that's not fair. Uh, so far, all we've learned is that I love to pogo stick. <laughs> it really is so shocking. I mean, I'm shocked. Me too. Okay, I'll go. So, my secret, which I hope will never leave this ship, is that when I was seven years old, I ran it so I left the North Pole and promised I would never tell anyone that I'd seen the workshop or the reindeer or any of it. <laughs> Great. Well, I didn't hear any of that. But if I had to guess, I'd say you met Santa Claus? Wow. <laughs> okay, that was that's way off base. <sighs> These birds are really getting in the way of our secret party. Oh, no. So sad. Well, at least we know Megan likes to pogo. Well, it's not fair that that's the only secret that got shared. I'd say we could go inside where it's quiet, but then we wouldn't all be sitting inside the super fun bouncy castle that we put on the deck. Yeah, yeah this was, this was, was really a really good exchange. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Maybe today wasn't a good day for a secret party. Yeah, I guess we should just call it a night. See you, bye. No. You know what? I've had enough of these birds. It's not fair that everyone knows my deep, dark secret and I can't hear any of yours. I'm gonna give those birds a piece of my mind. Now, come on, birds! Megan, I wouldn't do that. Too We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! This next message is for you. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. One thing about me is that I love animals. I am not a dog or a cat person. I am both a dog and a cat person. And honestly, I don't want to brag, but animals love me too. If I'm visiting friends or family and they have a pet, there's a pretty good chance that I'll spend more time with the pet than whoever it is I came to see. So it is a huge bummer that I also happen to have really bad allergies around dogs and cats. I start sneezing, my eyes water, and I even sometimes have trouble breathing. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. 
This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. And guess what? Just the other day, I went to visit my dog friend, Opie, and I made sure that I took a Claritin D ahead of time, and my allergies were totally under control. We were able to run and play and wrestle, and I nuzzled him and everything. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. You know what? I've had enough of these birds. I'm going to give them a piece of my mind. Now, get out, birds! Megan, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Too late. Hey, birds, don't you know who I am? I'm Megan. I speak porpoise and am a nationally ranked Australian impersonator. I once assistant stage managed my own birthday party. <laughs> well, I'll this is hard to watch. Yeah, seriously. I never thought I'd see Megan, our Megan, yelling at a bunch of birds. And yet here we are. <coughs> Why won't you just leave us alone and let us tell our secrets in peace? Now everyone knows my big pogo stick secret, but I got nothing in return. <laughs> Not fair. <coughs> What's that? <coughs> my secret shouldn't have been a secret. <laughs> It's okay to enjoy pogo sticking and there was no need to be ashamed. Oh, and it's not right to force my friends to tell me secrets. <laughs> I should pogo stick right now. <laughs> okay, you don't have to tell me to pogo twice unless you think I should pogo twice because I won. <laughs> Here I go. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye, birds. Goodbye. Well, that was truly something. Megan, I'm glad you realized that you didn't need to hide your love of Poe going from us in the first place. And I'm glad this party is over. You know, Rachel, if you do have more secrets, you know, beside the fact that you're a treasure hunter, you compete in rodeos, you were once a magician, and for some reason you have an intimate knowledge of all types of carpentry, you know there's nothing you need to keep from us. Come on, tell us something we don't know. Okay, fine. Here's my secret. Oh, caw, caw, oh no, they're back, caw, gotta go. And she's gone. So, should we do another story? Ah! <laughs> Sorry, that's bird for, I think it's an excellent idea to do another story. Let's do it now, why don't we? You got it. Hey, listeners, have you ever heard someone say, everything happens for a reason? Well, this story is about how sometimes stuff just happens and there isn't a reason. There's just a bog hog. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name is Blake and I'm eight years old and I live in Arizona. And this is my story, George and Billy the Bog Hog. Ah, just a wonderful carefree summer day for me. George, how should I spend my day? Hi. Hello? Hi. Um, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Hi. 
the bog hog. What's a bog hog? It's me. It's like a fancy warthog. Except instead of warts, I have incredibly smooth and moisturized skin. Also, I live in a big stinky bog. Oh, well, I see. Well, hi, I'm George. Whoever you are, go on a journey for no reason. Hmm, well, that's an interesting proposal, but I, I don't really have anything forcing go you to... on a journey. Okay, okay. Take it easy. Just one question. Why? No reason! Well, is there a goal or a motivation or... No reason! Oh, I see. You're saying that the journey is in itself the goal and... Nope. I just think it's fun to make people go on journeys. Oh, okay. Don't wait around for adventure to be found. You gotta go out and find a journey of your own. Might seem like a slog, but just listen to this bog hog. Go ahead and leave your comfort zone. Now get to journeying. Goodbye. Bye, bog hog. Poof, I'm exhausted. I must have been running for minutes. Oh, this really is a journey. Okay, let's see where I've ended up. Looking to my left, I see a bunch of trees. Okay, normal, cool, cool. Looking to my right, I see a winding river spilling out into the horizon. All right, neat, great, serene. And right in front of me, I see a giant orange. Howdy there, stranger. It's me, a giant orange. Welcome to my garden. Oh, a very nice garden. But you see, the problem is I'm on a journey and you seem to be blocking the path. Oh, a journey. That sounds exciting. You must have a really great reason for going on a journey. Yeah, a bog hog told me to. Well, anyway, I'll let you pass my garden if, and only if, you beat me. Beat you? Like, in a fight? I don't have arms and stuff. Beat you in a battle of wits? No comment. Uh, beat you in, um, a, a staring contest? Shrug. I'm so confused. Hey, what's up, dude? Down here, it's me, a Hi, little bug. I can't really talk right now. I'm trying to figure out how to beat this orange. Hey, you should eat me. What? Yeah, come on. It'll be fun. That's bonkers banana cakes. Why would I eat you? I don't know. Why does anyone do anything? Okay, pretty good point. But still, yeah. I wouldn't want to... Wow! That bug just flew right into my mouth. It tasted like mesquite. Weird. Super weird. So, I ate a bug. Can I cross? Oh, you've beaten me. Goodness gracious, my one weakness. I cannot stop you now, now that you've eaten a bug. For real? You may cross, bravest noble warrior, oh, eater of bugs. Don't wait around for an adventure to be found. You gotta go out and find a journey of your own. If you happen to find a giant orange, don't resign. There's always a solution time has shown. Okay, good luck, George. Bye. Goodbye, a giant orange. Whew. I am tired from all that walking and walking and walking. In fact, I feel dead tired. In fact, I'm just a skeleton. I've been walking so long that I'm just bones. Oh, this is officially a very wild journey. 
Welcome! You are at the gates of the castle of magicalness. Only magical creatures may enter here. Wow! Look at this place! Great rainbow fountains and turrets that reach all the way up to the clouds. Looks like there's a bunch of unicorns in there too and like 40 loot players. <laughs> Sick! Excuse us, fairies coming through. Gotta sprinkle magic dust all over the castle of magicalness every 15 minutes. Sorry, I'm just trying to get into the castle. <laughs> you? But you aren't magical. Yeah, you're just bones. Gotta go. The wizards are turning all the elves invisible. Can't miss it. Oh dang, I came all the way on this journey and now I can't even go in the castle of magicalness. Psst! Hey dude, what's up? <gasps> bug? The bug I ate? Yeah, it's me man, the bug you ate. I'm still alive. Well, how can that be? Because I'm magical, dude. Are you in my belly? I'm in your nose. I'm a booger bug monster. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, and guess what? I use my magic to turn you back alive. Whoa! I'm not just bones anymore. Awesome! Welcome, Booger Bug Monster, and welcome, George, to the castle of magicalness. You may enter because you are both magical. Also, it's almost taco time here in the castle. Unlimited tacos for everybody. So, I hope you like tacos. I do like tacos a lot. Yay! You made it in. I'm impressed. All the most magical creatures live here, which is dragons, imps, Centaurs, bog hogs. <gasps> bog hogs? Hi. Billy the bog hog, you're here? Yeah. Well, well, I'm so happy to see you. Yeah. You know, the journey you sent me on really taught me something. Really? Yeah, come on, fairies, back me up. that I don't need a reason or noble deed to live my life and see the world on my own. Thanks for teaching me that moral, Billy the Bog <laughs> Kid, there wasn't a moral. I just like telling people what to do. Hey, go over there. Yeah, okay. The end. Thanks for listening to today's episode and thanks to our authors, Rowan and Ridge. Before we go, here's a story spark. Kids, write a story from your imagination about a character who has a really weird pet. Tell us who the character is, what their pet is, why they wanted it as a pet, and what the pet does to make it such a weird choice. Most of all, how does your character deal with the pet? Do they get to keep it? As always, grown-ups can send in stories to storypirates.com. See you next time. Bye-bye! Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media. Produced for Gimlet Media by Annie Rose Strasser and Chris Neary. Produced for Story Pirates by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. Associate producers for Story Pirates are Peter McNerney and Andrew Miller. Technical direction by Sam Baer. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Baer at the Relic Room in New York City. Theme song by Bobby Lord. Our head writer is Rachel Winitsky. Contributing writers are Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, and Michael Wolfe. This episode features performances by Ryan Chittapong, Carly Shiraki, Peter McNerney, Jack Mitchell, Josh Nasser, Brendan O'Grady, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Caroline Reedy, and Rachel Winitsky. 
Go Outside from Jeff the Goldfish was written by Megan O'Neill, arranged by Jack Mitchell, and produced by Joel Escher. Find a Journey of Your Own from George and Billy the Bog Hog was written by Michael Wolf, arranged by Jack Mitchell, and produced by Eric Gerson. Wow, what a weird coincidence that those birds kept flying around in today's episode. (laughs) Yeah, totally a coincidence and not planned at all by me. Okay, they're gone. Birds, return to me! Hello, my pretties. Thank you for your help in keeping my secrets. I know I didn't realize either that Megan spoke bird. It did put you in an awkward position. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I, I think you handled it quite well. Good idea. Let's take a selfie to celebrate. Okay. Uh, gather around me, birds. Okay. All right. Here we go. Hank, you're out of frame. Okay. That's better. Look at the lens, not the screen, Phyllis. All right. Here we go. Duck face, everyone. Oh, sorry. Ugh, awkward. Bird face? Okay! Hey, look! We look great! Oh, why does everyone need to see it right away? All right, just look. Yes, you look great. Not a feather out of place. Okay, now fly! Fly, my pretties! Fly! Ah, there they go. I love you, birds. <laughs>